talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Are we on? We're on. All oh, right. Jesus, that was Holy a good shit. Answer. Is that <laughs> the way you enjoy Guys, everything? I get really excited when I find out. You back on. off like a lot. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, the podcast where I interview amazing humans with amazing minds, but all we care about is what is in their bellies. Guys, I don't even need. These guys don't need. I don't have to. There's no intro. These guys. <laughs> Don't need an introduction. There's no need for one complete sentence. <laughs> yeah. <Not even. laughs> My guests today are the hosts of the wildly popular, hilarious, Dumb People Town podcast. Thank you. They have two fantastic stand-up specials on Netflix and Stars, respectively. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are going to be on the upcoming season of Glow. Yeah. Yes. Please welcome the Sklar Brothers, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, we'll pause ladies for, and gentlemen. We'll pause for a you pause. can clap on... In your own space. You know, this is a thing I'm getting used to, because I'm I'm used to the stand-up world, and I Stage. always say, please welcome. Please yeah. welcome. Yeah. Would you please, please give it up for... That's not something you need to say on a podcast. <laughs> Put your hands together. Ladies, let me hear you. Ladies, let me hear you. So, um, uh, we worked together... We did. ...at uh, a comedy benefit recently, mm-hmm. yes. last year. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in Malibu. To mm-hmm. save the giraffes. To save the giraffes. Or raise money for the giraffe. It was a giraffe benefit. A giraffe needed money. (laughs) uh, And we were there for it. Giraffe was getting gender reassignment surgery. (laughs) (laughs) And started a Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's just a big leg. It was actually for giraffes. It's called a neck starter. A neck starter. Started a neck starter (laughs) for giraffes. Hey, it's a long process, guys. Um... By the way, oh yeah, so it was a, it was a it was a benefit for the Malibu farm. What no Malibu right. Safari is right. called, Malibu and it's up in Malibu, and they have a bunch of exotic animals that they, that they trap in like the parking lot, mm-hmm. and then but they also have like a little wine area, a yeah. winery. Because yeah. there's nothing better than hey, let's look at these. Let's get drunk and play with drunk uh, and look at these gigs wombats. Yeah, <laughs> these destitute animals. <laughs> um, and we had a, a bizarre comedy show. I would say I loved it. We had we, we had kind of walked. Into it like you got to park down below, and they got to drive you drive to the you to the thing, and then you get to the thing, and there's all these people there who are drinking wine, and there's great wine being distributed. There. I was impressed at how good the Malibu wine was. Really great good Malibu wine, and then there's a stage outside, which outside always a rough. Outside is like outside comedy is like sushi in the daytime. You're like, I know they do it in Japan, but is it right? Uh, it doesn't gonna, feel totally right. I'm gonna put a pin in that. Okay, sushi in the morning, sushi, sushi in like the daytime. I'd say sushi, sushi before breakfast. noon. Like sushi before noon, noon is like outdoor comedy. You're like, it can be done. It has to be done right. There's a minute where you're like, is this is this right? Are we are we doing is this? Is there another option? Right. But I will say. And we were a little nervous. I mean, Taylor Williamson got up there and did his thing. Fun, and fun who else was on the show? Uh, you were on the show. Dana Dute was on the show. Dana Dute was fantastic. You hosted the show, right? Yes, no. I, yeah, you, you were I fantastic the hosting the show. A um, couple other funny people. Who else? From, um, I was such a good host that we're not even clear if I was hosting the show. We don't even know if you were. A good host should not be seen or, nor heard. Yes. It's like <laughs> a referee. <laughs> it's like hosting a party. Right. You, you just like, want to. Was, was Dana Dute even house is this? In, Look, it ran so smoothly. Was he even there? 
<laughs> I don't know. You were there because we were working hard for the money. After the show. Yes. Post show to try and make hook something up. The ladies liked you. There were some zoologists there. And that I'm is happy not, didn't call them zoologists. That is not hyperbole. They actually were zookeepers. Zo- they're zoologists. They study the use of the name Zoe. They're, no, they were they were zookeepers, and they. Can I say that our cousin, our one of our closest cousins, who who lives up in Malibu, um, she's a friend of ours. Went to college with us. Only four months older than us. Felt like a sister. Our mom's brother's daughter, only child, has five kids. Her oldest child yeah. is just got into college her name is zoe and my favorite thing in the world i just told the story to my kids and we were laughing so hard about it is how her mom who lived again in malibu right up the street from the getty villa so just to give you an idea of where that is and uh she just sadly passed away last year but she was from lima peru and the very much like Old school. Old, old school. Old school Peruvian. Gal. Old school Lima, Peru. Very stylish woman. Knew what she wanted. Like tough businesswoman. Just a, an interesting and, and beautiful woman, even into her like 80 years old. She was 80 years old when she passed away. She said, could not, the, when our. It was like a named, subtle dig on Yeah, the but when our cousin named her daughter Zoe, it was at a time when there weren't a ton of Zoe's. Yeah. Three letters. And and she could not say the name right, so she'd be like Zio, Zio. We're like, it's, it's not Zio. This isn't like a Michael Jackson. <laughs> She's not like film. a superhero. Zio. <laughs> Just the idea that you could not pronounce a three-letter name correctly to me is just fantastic. You know, those old-school Peruvians, they yeah. do what they want to do. Uh, there's an amazing, I know this is, there's food up in this joint. There is an amazing Peruvian restaurant in Los Angeles. Ah. Called it's, called Zio's. it's called Zio's. <laughs> Zio's Grill. <laughs> Zio's. Zio. Whoa. She's for the fight. Z's for the show. Zio's waiting for no ho ho Zio. We got to do that for our uh, karaoke next time. She, yeah, that Lita would be sweet. Um, so there's a place called Rosaline's. Uh, oh, yeah. Rosaline on uh, Melrose and La Cienega. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Unbezievo. Um, That chef is, I forget his name. Andrew, find out the chef for Google it. I remember I went there. Don't bark orders at him. No, Andrew, do it. it. 10 seconds or I will go on Groupon and find another producer. (laughs) Purdupon. Rosaline. 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 There's an an accent on the E. Rosaline. Rosaline. Uh, yes, they're so food the there. zoologists. Yes, Wait. I took it so far. We went there. to Rosaline. We're mo- oh, zoologists uh, didn't end up. Hooking. Went on one date with one of them. I actually took her to Petit Trois in the Valley. Whoa! Great date. Yeah, great restaurant. Um, and uh, we uh, we smooched in the car. We did okay. a car smooch. Okay, that's all right. All but right. then you didn't want to call her again. I wasn't really no. Oh, did you because she's no. zoologist? When it was time to kiss her, did you say it's feeding time? <laughs> <laughs> Did she hand you a snack? Did backhanded? she come like, out of the back <laughs> with a bucket of goodies for you? <laughs> I put a sardine in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Said, "Come and get it. Uh, <laughs> come and get it." <laughs> she gave you a wax mold of your body at the end of the day. <laughs> you pound, you gave her a penny that you pounded into. Another thing. I. 
You know, I'm not a fan of zoos. Actually, most of the date was talking about how I think zoos are bad, and she's like, "No, that's that's just uh, that's what people think." No wonder she didn't want to sleep with you. <laughs> yeah, your Jeez. job sucks. Let's talk. What about you it. stand for is horrible. You know that thing you go to every day. You should feel bad about it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, do you guys want to watch some of my comedy on YouTube? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Wait, where are you going? Um, but you did have a uh, you did have a follow up experience with people we met at this stand up show. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. They were all very cool. That's why I was sort of like, we were trying to get them to hang with you guys because we're like, these women seem ridiculously cool. Yeah, you, it's rare that you meet zoologists. They had a great attitude towards what they did. They were very delightful. They were delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, um, let's make this happen. We're off the market, but these guys are. You, yeah. <laughs> it was very it was very cool uncle of you guys. Right? Yeah. You're like, hey, look at how handsome this guy is. Look at what yeah. we've got here. Yes. <laughs> Behind got more door number right one. Here. Um, let's go back to sushi uh, for a morning. second. Are you guys big sushi fans? Huge. Yes. Really? Yes. Huge, huge. Yes. What, do you have a go-to? Are you sure, are you at the Sugarfish camp? Sugarfish. anti-Sugarfish? I am not, not anti-Sugarfish anti at all. And I remember when it was Nozawa, when, when this is Sugarfish was the, the son of yeah. Nozawa. Mm -hmm. And when Nozawa had one place in the valley, mm -hmm. and it was, um. Trust me. Trust me, you just went in and he gave you what he gave you. Yeah, this and was then, like the first restaurant of its kind in L.A. where you had to just walk in and omakase, mm -hmm. which is where the chef just like does what he wants. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I feel like Americans are very funny when it comes to sushi places because like the more someone's like, just shut the fuck up and eat this. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, it's great. It's authentic. Yeah. The guy I like, like being slapped around. Yeah, he just slaps us around and tells us what to do. Who is the guy from uh, from the Pam... Pam Anderson uh, sex tape. Tommy uh, Lee. Yeah, did he do anything else other than the sex tape? No, uh, he was in Motley Crue. Okay. Uh, he, I saw him there at the oh. old Nozawa. And was that was his dick out on the table? No, it no, wasn't. Not, uh, punching a boat horn? You want some more sashimi? This isn't poison, Motley Crue. Uh, poison. Uh, no, it was uh, it was a really cool place, the old place, because part of the thing was... That's not where we saw... No, we saw them at Kazoo. Who? George Clooney. So we were uh, Stephen Tobolowsky, who we had done a movie with, yes. Wild Hogs, who, I don't know if you've spoken to Tobolowsky, he, or worked with no, him. No, I He's haven't. He's amazing. Like, okay. one of, literally the definition of a raconteur. He is... A the best stories. Phenomenal storyteller. A he has weird stuff that's happened to him in his life. He's he, lived a he great life. He believes that he's psychic. He'd be he's such a better guest than us. Super that's into horses. Can we stop this right now? Yeah, let's game. get Tobolowski. So we went, so anyway, we went we to were dinner with him. him, and there was no one in the at Kazu, no one in there except for a table behind us that we didn't really see. We just kind of walked over to Stephen, and then we kind of looked over, and it was George Clooney and his like assistant or something like that. And he came up and walked over, and he knows Stephen through something, and he was very cool to us, which led us to believe that he was familiar with us. he was super funny Whoa. super the like engaging Clooney knew you guys it was a Clooney I note was like, I, I was like I'd fuck you yeah, yeah. I don't Clooney understand was like, how anyone does like it. how is not everybody in here how isn't the best guy, looking dude most charming dude how isn't the, the guy the dishwasher in the back just dropping what he has Play, to like just come throwing, over throwing like, plates down he had just, like charm and hotness that makes you want to just throw stuff on the floor and break it oh yeah. 
Like, yeah. He just is so, but, you're like, you can't be blessed. And he was funny. He, was he told me he was like riffing with a joke. Oh, God. I like, hate yes, that guy man. so much. Like, who are you, John Hamm? Oh, and then as um, if he didn't have enough, hey, I'm going to start a tequila company and sell it for half a billion dollars. You know what? I don't Let's even want to Let's go do it. that. Uh, but I will say the old, the old Nozawa had horrible lighting, like fluorescent lighting and bad decor. And dentist that was office. But now what Sugarfish has sort of done is said, we'll take the fish and the trust me order and we'll do a couple versions, but that's it. And then we're going to make this a nice sushi cool dining place. experience. Yes. I love the one up on Sunset. I mean, personally, the best... La Brea one is my favorite. The best thing at a sushi restaurant that I've ever had and the feeling of eating it and then just closing your eyes and having them kind of roll back in your head a little bit is the baked crab roll at Katsuya. Baked crab Ooh. hand roll. Baked crab hand roll. The fact that you couldn't name it right now, means that you aren't really that in love with it. Baked crab yeah. hand roll. Yeah. You just called it a baked crab I don't, roll. You just fucking Googled this before you came and you're no. like, what's a good thing? Baked crab hand rolls at Katsuya are amazing. Right? We're big Katsuya They fans. are. They, they are. a lot of great I things. believe that they make them with soy paper or do you have to order it with soy paper? It is with soy, soy paper. paper. It is with soy paper. Yes. Um, I, okay, so let's just let's just catch the listeners up on what we're talking about. Uh, first of all, sugar. F- anywhere. This is going to be a fun little connection that I'm going to mm-hmm. make because mm-hmm. Sugarfish. Uh, again, it's kind of like there's like ten of them now at this point. There's there in New York. Handful, yeah, they are. It's not the most purest sushi. Uh, um, but the rice, close. it's fantastic, and the rice is very uh, warm, warm and and, and not, seasoned, and yes. not as stick. It's sticky, kind of, but it does fall apart a little bit when yes. you dip it in the soy. It's really, really, it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. But I always say, and I don't say this as a dig, I say that sugarfish is like the Nespresso. Ooh. Of sushi. Why? What's your what's George Clooney there? And that's that was the funny George <laughs> Clooney connection. Um, I just feel like it's very solid. I know what I'm getting. Uh-huh. I'm gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not gonna like change my life. Sushi, mm-hmm. like what? well, like what? Let's say Nazawa probably was. Um, yeah, it was. Know. I'll never forget the first time at Katsuya, right by Colfax, where the very first time I had the baked crab hand roll, it, and. <sighs> The baked crab hand roll and the spicy tuna on one crispy rice. One spicy for two. tuna on crispy rice. Yeah. The albacore with the They also do an amazing um, like salmon with caviar and or with cucumber around it. That's amazing. The first time I had all that, the first t- it was, and we waited for an hour and a half outside and then got in and it was a, an event. It was a thing. The first time all that happened, I, it it was life-changing because we grew up in St. Louis where there just wasn't sushi. Yeah, we didn't eat sushi until I, I had it first. Uh, we lived in New York for a little while. And there yeah. were some good sushi places yeah. in New York. Blue Ribbon Sushi was good. What was and the one we used to eat at down Yama. on? Yama. Yama, Yama oh, was yeah. good. It had big pieces. It was like gigantic. But New York, they give you one piece. L.A., it's two. LA. Oh, interesting. So we, we loved it. I loved sushi. it. It's and like I Biggie thought, Tupac, man. Yeah. Hey, man. East Coast, West Coast sushi wars are like... It's a real. big deal. Yeah, when Nozawa was <laughs> They're found, going off. was found dead in Vegas. It was just... Yeah. <laughs> it was a sad it. day. I'm like, how do you not track him down? I mean, you're on the Vegas Strip. Like, Nozawa no was shot. Cameras. What, no, the cops don't want to investigate it because no. he's not white? Yep. Come yeah. on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No one will ever know what happened to Nozawa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like that they did airbrush a picture of Nozawa on an underpass. Yeah. On 101. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I have a white t-shirt with him airbrush. Weird that it's on Martin Luther King Boulevard, but I get it. I, mean, I get cool it. That he yes. keeps dropping sushi rolls posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is this dude doing, How is man? he still making How's he still- fish? 
I don't understand. I pre-made him, and they just uh, cut together all the sushi rolls he made, and then dropped them. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to the uh, Nazawa Bar in the back of the Beverly Hills Sugarfish? No. Ooh, may I? We don't, we don't regale travel you and Hills change your life. For yeah, I would love to. Uh, in the Beverly Hills Sugarfish, mm-hmm. if you walk to the back next to the restrooms, there is a little. Uh, room, room. There's a little blanket on the wall, and you push, pull it aside, right? And you're in like a ten seater sushi bar. Can oh, you just yeah. go back there? You need to reserve. You have to buy your ticket beforehand. Uh-huh. Buy a ticket to go in there? Yeah, it's 150 bucks to, to just buy the to get t- in. That pays for the dinner. Okay. No, but because they have two seatings a night, right? Um, and it is Nizawa's BFF. I forget the guy's name, but an amazing sushi chef, and they have like a. 12 or like 15 course like sushi meal. I wish his name was like spelled backward like Wanaza. <laughs> it's Wanaza. Was was so now or or yeah. like or Whoa. something totally different like Gordon Sumner. <laughs> Are, isn't that Sting? Sting? No, no, no. That no, no. was best is, friend. My name is also Gordon Sumner. We get it. It's a ridiculous <laughs> thing. I hate having to do this. I'm also really great at what I do, but I'm not. All right, Sting. give me a Roxanne roll, and <laughs> uh, um, it is it is it is fantastic. I highly recommend if you have like a special occasion, a sushi you want to do. Copy that. Um, you go there. St. Louis, though. Were you guys uh, growing up in St. Louis? Were you barbecue people? Were you ribs guys? There, there wasn't. Was, Really, a great ribs place that we knew of in St. Louis. I mean, there are now. There are some great barbecue places in St. Louis. There's a great restaurant in St. Louis if you ever there called Salt and Smoke, and it is. Uh, it's in the Loop. It's uh, which is a very a street kind of near Washington University, which is a great. Really, university. really, it's probably the my favorite. New they, so Saint Salt Lu- and Smoke. Salt and Smoke is the name of the restaurant. Okay. A great comedian, Tim Convey, who who used to be out here, who's now does a radio show in St. Louis. Uh, he told us to go there and we went and St. Louis has a dish called uh, Toasted Ravioli. There are a lot of great Italian restaurants in St. Louis in an area called The Hill. That's a very Midwestern thing, the Toasted Ravioli. Toasted Ravioli is basically meat-filled ravioli fried, fried, breaded and fried on top. Then they put cheese on top of that. Then they dip dip it into a red meat meat sauce. sauce with some cheese in it. It's like Man. and and it's a heart attack. Johnny rap. Johnny Ravioli, the guy who invented ravioli, is a turning in his grave. Uh, hey Johnny Ravioli! Hey! And look at you with Johnny Why ravioli. you gotta put in the bread on top of the ravioli? Oh, we had a guy in New York who's too many carbs. We had a guy in New York who used to uh <laughs> There's your toasted ravioli right there. Yeah, toasted ravioli. Used to cut so, so just real quick, salt this is the one from salt and uh, salt and smoke. Oh. What they put in the toast ravioli, normally it's just, you know, hamburger meat or whatever. They put burnt Tip tips of uh, ribs of ribs. So it's a burnt Ooh. tip inside, inside of the, the toaster. Oh, oh put it a burnt tip in your ravioli. It's so good, a barbecue. I take a you ravioli. I put it a burnt tip in, and you will like it. Oh. You're gonna love it, Tony so, Ravioli. Tony, hey, it's a Tony Ravioli. He hates this, but he Tony Ravioli. There's no way his name was Tony Ravioli. Who I, came up with it. Obviously, it wasn't. No, <laughs> come so on. So there's a move. In, I don't. Do you do yoga or no? Have you ever done yoga? <laughs> Have Come you ever on. done it? Of course. Of okay. course I do. Yes. He's I've the wokest man in the look room. At my, look at how my look at, legs look are situated. Sitting right now. For I know, it's half like, namaste. What are you doing, a tree pose? <laughs> um, I was doing a tree that came down during the storm pose. <laughs> You're doing a bush pose. Um, <laughs> no, but I there's a move in that's... Herbert Walker. There's a move in Bikram <laughs> Yoga called Janu Sharasana, and I heard it the wrong way the first time I was doing it. I thought... 
it was they, they were saying Johnny Sharasana, like because a kid really fast, and I thought that's the thing that the guys, the, the wise guys who hang out, who outside hang out the, outside the thing, drinking, you know, the store. one guy that they knew who had to do yoga for rehab. That's what they got. Hey, look who's coming over oh, here! Look at this guy, Johnny fucking Sharasana, Johnny Sharasana, <laughs> Johnny Sharasana. Hey, okay. Why don't, why don't you, you bend over and kiss bend my your leg around your ear, you stupid you piece dumb. Of shit. Hey, Johnny, Johnny I wanna, why don't Johnny, you curl up like a pretzel and hey, go get me a meatball sandwich? Rhythmic breathing, you stupid, <laughs> you piece dumb of shit. motherfucker. It'd be funny if they were doing things that were really woke. Hey, why don't you go donate some money to a women's shelter, you dumb fuck? Hey, Johnny Shiraz, and why don't you start a Kickstarter for trans kids, you motherfucker? Stupid you idiot. dumb dummy. Why don't you go onto the highway? Oh. Hey, Johnny Shirasna, why don't you put your head behind your leg and adopt the highway, hey, you motherfucker. Up, Shut you up. stupid. Can we find out if there's an actual Johnny Shirasna <laughs> in the world and we're going to prank call him right now? <laughs> so badly. So fun. We need to find, we'll find one before the end of the, uh, Please, of the Johnny show. Please, Johnny Shirasna. Um, guys. Johnny Ravioli. <laughs> Johnny Ravioli. Well, Tony okay. Ravioli. Tony Ravioli. <laughs> Yeah, so growing up in St. Louis, uh, that was we didn't really eat there growing up. There's a pizza. What did you guys growing up? What what was food like in the house? Terrible, I really. Mean, so, but we ate this pizza. There's a pizza from St. Louis called Emo's Pizza. Flat. Like, it is so people thin. call it like ketchup on a cracker. We say it's so thin. If it were in L.A., it would have a headshot, folks. folks. <laughs> It is. I love, so, I love a pizza that is so thin you can slide it under a locked door during a hostage crisis. Folks, <laughs> toppings and all. Here's what I say. Uh, there's always a moment when you're eating Emo's pizza where you're like, am I eating the pizza or the box that it came in? Oh. Our, our buddy Scott Rogowski was... Uh, he, Now's a weird time to let you guys know that we are sponsored by Emo's pizza. Oh, oh shit. That's I love, I love it, Emo's. Scott Rogowski came in and was like, is this gluten-free pizza? And I said, Scott, it's pizza-free pizza. Pizza. That's what it is. Uh, but wait, we are love they still it. open there? Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah. There's locations in, in St. Louis, and so they, so they, they had. A, they don't have sausage pizza. They, they have, have hamburger pizza. Hamburger pizza. So ground, like not even ground up hamburger, little but balls hamburger of balls hamburgers. on this. It's. I can't explain why we love it so much from but St. We, Louis, but we, we defend do. it. Like I'll go back and eat, and the cheese is not. Mozzarella it's cheese Provel. is Provel, which, that, is, which like, is not a that's cheese. That's not a cheese. That is not provolone. It is not the, is provolone and mozzarella. Is provolone, that what that is? mozzarella, and Clydesdale jizz as like a as <laughs> Budweiser as a binding it. agent to right. connect it all. Uh, together. No, but it is one of those things where we're like, you know, we were we were going back through St. Louis and trying to write comedy about emos, and we're like, emos just emos just needs to recognize what it is and put it out there and just. Have Admit who you are, emos. Emos, new set. Like we say, wow. it should be like emos because it's your weekend with the kids, right? Emos, emos. It starts as leftovers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that that and if you admit what you are, so we loved that. There was no like. You know, Giordano's yeah. Chicago deep dish. There, there was none of that. Right. That was Stanley like said that, and then in the house though, were you guys uh, any anything special in the house? Our mom made, and uh, she still does. When we, we go just home. talked to her on this morning, we're like, make this before we come home because we're going to see her this weekend. She makes this thing called Mayfair dressing. It's an anchovy based like 
dip oh. that you dip vegetables in. It it's is creamy, but it's not creamy. Is it like a is it like a uh, like a Caesar dressing? Kind of, but not as sharp. Like there isn't like as much of a you vinegar. You could dip bite. an entire cauliflower in it and just eat the pieces, and it's like literally. But it's not so creamy that it's not like ranchy creamy. You know why? It's because it's like egg based. Can we egg call her and get the recipe right now? She will not tell she you, and on. and she holds it under lock and key because I think she doesn't want us to learn how to make it and then not never, never crave home. coming home to get. But. <laughs> It, it, she, she does that. such a good job, and you just eat bat. We will go home and eat bags of vegetables, just dipping it in the stuff, and we put it on everything. Oh my god! We put it on our salads. We put it dip steak in it. Get it's out of here, Mayfair dressing. It's from the Mayfair picture, Hotel. Send us a picture of it uh, when you go. Uh, yeah. go back to mom. I will. We'll, I will put it on the uh, on the Instagrams when we uh, post about the uh, the episode. But it was from the Mayfair Hotel, I guess, in St. Yeah. Louis. It was, uh, uh, and it was this kind of great. It's it's anchovy and vegetable oil based. Okay. So it's not like a cream based. No, eggs are sort of what gives it its like onion viscosity. That uh the garlic in it? up. There's no Gar- garlic. Onion, the what else is in there? Anchovies. I mean it's anchovy based. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's just this incredible I you know, I, I anchovies, nine times out of ten. When you're having something super delicious and you're like, I don't know what that taste is. Anchovies. It's anchovies. It's anchovies. Because it's salty and it has a little bit of a kick to it. And but it's got it, the umami. Yeah. And also good. people are like scared of anchovies, so they won't ever taste it willfully. Right. And so they taste it and they're like, I've never had this amazing flavor before. So our mom was not the best cook. She could do a few things really well. <laughs> you're like, having said that, she's fucking no, awful hey, at no, cooking. She, she, she was good. Because I don't good. think she had a passion for cooking. Right. She wasn't like... Whereas my wife's mom was an amazing chef. What uh, ethnicity? Cook. Does it have anything to do with her ethnicity? No, no, no. She really? just was like, she was a pastry chef, and so she could make Ooh. like all. She made my favorite dessert ever, ever, ever called banafi pie, which is banana. It's like caramel, t- like caramel based pie. That's yeah, fro- that you free or not freeze, but you keep very cool with like. Tiram- not tiramisu, but like coffee-type shavings on the out with espresso and then bananas slices on top of it. It's yes. just the best thing I've ever had. And and an unbelievable crust mm. that was at at once flaky and doughy. It just is incredible. You know so what that- makes, by the way, a really good crust? What? Anchovies. Hey, Nine times crust. out of ten. Hold on a second. Anchovy crust? Nine times out of ten. A lot of people no, it's actually pork fat, which a lot of times people don't know that, and that usually... Well, if you Makes want a really crust. special crust, Boom. she was like an amazing, and so she passed the passion and love of cooking on to my wife, who is she's has, a great cook. She's a great cook, really very passionate about it. And what is so, she? What? What's her? What's the best thing she makes? Or like what? What's her vibe? What she's kind of? She's made so many great meals, but like she, is she made, like a barefoot Contessa type? Like she? So can just she whip made it the up? yeah. She made the Lydia Bastianich. Chicken and olive, but the green olives that are super green. Castellano. You know, so I mean, they're really good, and they're not—they're not so briny. They're kind of like the, the new pickle of olives, yeah. so to speak. And you put that in there with some bay leaves, and then some other olives, and the olives oil. get cooked down, and the juices that come out of the olive Ooh. almost serves like olive oil. And you get the the chicken. You do them in cast iron pans, so the chicken skin gets get really nice crispy. Crisp. Throw some garlic in there, and Oof. it's and then. Make potato. It's just, it is a really one of the, my favorite, most decadent dishes wow. that she makes. And it is just, it's lovely. It's magic. You know, Lydia Bastianich, who you brought up, she's yeah. like the grand dame of Italian American cuisine. Yeah. 
And her, you know, a lot of people they they write cookbooks, mm-hmm. and the stuff doesn't come out good. Mm-hmm. Everything comes out good from her. She's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's well, what she has managed to do, which is incredible, and I think this is why my wife loves her, is that yeah, she's complex, and yes, yeah, she creates unbelievable flavor profiles. But it is something that a person could replicate. Yeah, it's not like oh, I did it, and it looks terrible. Yeah, compared to what you did, you actually can make it, and it looks beautiful. It's yeah. like very accessible. She is very fun. Have you ever seen Lydia Bastianich's like cooking show? No. Oh, look him up on YouTube. She's just the most charming lady. Awesome. I'm sure. Very fun. I'm sure. Do you guys have a favorite? Uh, well, we're gonna do rapid fire questions later. We'll do okay. That later. But um, what? Uh, so normally we we I have a picture of your fridge, but Andrew, our producer, stop Jesus yelling at him. Christ. Jesus, <laughs> he's doing the best that he can. Look, he's living with autism. That's helping. <laughs> No, we all are. We all are. I mean, we are living with it all, all in our society. Are. Everyone's yeah. on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, um, he's just been staring at you. fun of that. It's a fact. Yeah. It's Why would you make fun of I'm the fact that I'm talking about a real thing that he's dealing he's with? He's just talking about what's dealing. actually happening, which is that Andrew is just has been staring at the wall for the right. past 30 <laughs> <Okay>. minutes. <laughs> okay. Andrew, uh, we didn't we didn't get to take a picture of what's in our fridge. but uh, Yeah, so normally uh, the guests uh, bring in a picture of what's in their fridge, and we, uh, we like to roast it. Make fun of it. it. Let's do it. So I, it's so. Can you give me some material to make fun of in your fridge, or to address like interesting things about your fridge? We're I'm gonna get the pictures later, so we'll show we'll show them. But uh, I we're going a, off memory right I now. A lot of yogurt tubes up in that fridge. Tubes? tubes? Oh, like for the kids? For the kids, like long tubes of yogurt, and they make me buy it, and then they never eat it. Uh, and so then I'm just have loads of them, like hundreds of them. Like I hundreds of yogurt. No, tubes. there's probably like twelve. But just it's like still ready for the apocalypse. It feels like there are too many. Uh, but what's what's been interesting is we've been, you know, when you shop for kids and a whole family, you end up sort of. It's a lot of you don't shop a little here to get something here, and that you like go to the store and you spend two hundred bucks and you get tons of stuff for yeah. what you hope is like a week and a half or two weeks. Right. And we. When I was young, single and by myself, I would never like things would go bad and we wouldn't finish things. Now, my kids like my family just finishes food. Like we get down to nothing in the fridge. So two days ago, there was nothing in my fridge. If we said take this picture two days ago, it was like empty. It was like, are you? What are you leaving the house? Yeah, are you on like, the run? And then now my wife went to the store, and so now we have lots of great stuff. We have good hummus, uh, which I know you know a lot about. What the fuck? Why would I say that? that? That's Jay, so weird. What Hurling the fuck? epithets left and right. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to mean? Why would you even? Wow. Just you're a food, Why would you a food even? guy? Yeah, yeah. No, you said you. We have this on camera, dude. You people, we can see. Sorry. You, your people I mean, love yeah, that stuff, you, Thank right? you. Thank you. Your people. You swarthy uh, man. Well, yeah, I just saw Green Book, and he said that a lot in the movie. <laughs> you people. Uh, that's what your people eat, right? Um, I actually, this is one of those times that your racism is absolutely correct. Yeah. So right? who is your, so I, well, I'll go to farmers markets. Yeah. I think Mama's brand uh, hummus at some of the LA farmers markets. I Sorry, like. Are you putting a ch at the beginning of hummus? Hummus. You're, I hummus. I probably it's hummus. 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 Um, the way it's, maybe you're wrong, hummus, Randy. Hummus. Hummus. I think it's a. It's like a tomato tomato of the Middle hummus. East. It's like you say it's hummus. hummus. So I, I say hummus. Hummus. So that is one I like. I it's like if someone asked you. Uh, there's you have a, mo- a pet moose that's right behind you, and you would say you would question back to them, hummus, 
Humus. Humus of that. You would say humus? Humus. Like humus. Like who? who? Or, no one would ever say that. Yeah, humus. you would. Yeah, what you'd, are you talking about? No, like, but I'm saying someone who wouldn't understand the language that well would be like humus. Oh, okay. Humus is that? Okay. Humus. Humus is that. The humus. best hum, the best <laughs> hummus I've ever had in yes. this town. Yes. Ooh, you say in this town, which in means this that town. we're going to take it out next. We're going to. We gonna, may go out beyond that. Yeah. Because uh, we had some fantastic hummus. Yeah. In Portland at a restaurant called Tusk, which is fantastic. Oh, unbelievable. unbelievable. But unbelievable. the Tusk best is fantastic. hummus I've had in this town is on Larchmont at the Greek restaurant. And I wish I knew the name of the Greek restaurant, but it is the Greek restaurant on, on Larchmont. Larchmont. Can we look that up? Look it up. I, it is, it is, I will eat plates it. and plates of pita with it and just carve it up to the high heavens. I, you know, because it's creamy. Doesn't have I too like much a bite good, to it. toasty, buttery pita chip to go with it. It's you know, there's a there's a guy. His name is Yotam Od- Odalengi. He wrote that the Jerusalem cookbook, which yeah. is a very uh, popular. Yeah, Your yeah. wife probably has. Does it have an artichoke on the front of it? it probably was it. Le Petit Greek. Le Petit, Le Petit Greek. Greek. My man. I don't like the name of that place. Well, it's cultural know. appropriating French for a Greek restaurant. I agree, but I'm what? telling you, it's all Greek to me. And I and you should go there I mean, and you he should try to understand why it is. Either. I don't even I don't get it. <laughs> so a French name Greek restaurant that's serving Middle Eastern food. Get the fuck get out of here, Johnny fucking Shiraz. Yeah. Get out of here. Try it. You try <laughs> the hummus. Try the hummus there. It's unbelievable. I will. It's um, super smooth. I yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. There's a new there. There is also a new. Oh I, oh, saying Yoram Odalengi, the guy who's got the Jerusalem uh-huh. cookbook. The way he makes hummus. He, because I watched him on a YouTube video, baking his hummus. He's like, and he's British. He's like, you need to put in some bicarbonate into the hummus. You need to put in no, some sure bicarbonate. I was like, what the fuck is bicarbonate? What, is that? what did you? What, what would that? you think bicarbonate is? If someone's like, put use bicarbonate. It's baking soda. Uh, sparkling water. Oh, well, that's what it really sounds like. Yeah, right. But, that's yeah, what I but I mean, because I, I, you want your hummus fizzy. I want it smooth, I, I smooth, smooth, creamy, smooth. Uh, there's smooth. a hummus at Trader Joe's. I'm just stop. Th- stop. Oh, I fucking hate all the Trader Joe's pita. A uh, hummus. Wait, there is one with the little pine nuts in the top that I actually think is yeah, really man, pretty good. It's, too. it's come on. I man, wish man, it was man. good because it's literally. It's not like going out to a farmer's market and getting like actually really nice pita. But no. if you need some hummus in I, a fit, in a have you been to Kismet? Uh, I have not been to Kismet. I did go to Bav- Bavel this it's weekend. It's your destiny actually. to go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a new hummus place on Pico called Hasiba. Uh-huh. Hasiba. I'm in. Hasiba. H-A-S-I-B-A. Pico and what? Uh, Pico and La Cienega. Ooh. And actually, it's the same guys who have that bread place in Culver City that's very popular. There's a very popular bread place. Helms Bakery? No, no, you would think. That's Ed Helms. Sorry. That's Ed Helms' bakery. What is the bread place? In... You guys live in Culver City? Is that no. right? Oh, we no. saw each other in Culver City before. That was the last time we'd seen each other. Was at a food festival in Culver oh, yeah. City. Yeah, where we, were we, are, we were hosting some And I was events. eating and drinking. We were <laughs> hosting like this. Uh, te- they asked us to host this like test kitchen thing. Yes, we were, that's like, right. We brought our kids. and I, It was fun. That, that was, was actually fun. really fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, hummus. The only reason I can't go to Trader Joe's for everything is yeah. because of their subpar hummus that you wow. just brought up. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll if shots I need fired. it in a pinch, I'll take it. But I, 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 under, I understand. I, I understand. And I'm not. I'm not above like supermarket hummus. Like I'm fine with 
uh, actually, um, this, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not above, but Whole Foods is uh, Whole Foods. Uh, the Whole Foods good. brand hummus is fantastic. Yeah, they do have a good brand. They have a good. But I, I, I'm telling you, check out this Greek place on Larchmont, Le Petit Greek, because I think they have, they figured out a way to create a hummus that is. That is creamy enough. You know what it is? And thick enough, but Whole not Foods has come up with a anchovies. Hummus. They probably they do. Fucking Nine times out of ten. Over. Nine times out of ten. Whole Foods has come up with a uh, hummus that uh, it's... Um, I, sorry. I You're, can't don't go even. No, go in. Go in. Go for is it. Is it the white bean hummus? Are you yeah, going to fucking talk about the white bean hummus now? No, white bean hummus is pretty the, good. It... it, it I can't formulate this joke the way I want to. Just I really say what you were going for, yeah. and then we can help the you. The bar is set at who moose. Yeah, yeah. Who so moose is the worst thing you've ever said. I think now you we're, can let's come in below that. that. <laughs> who it's moose a is hummus that? that has captured all the angst of the Me Too mo- movement called Me Too Moose. Oh come on! It's creamy. <laughs> makes you uncomfortable. Stop. You don't know um, how and to it's open changing it. lives. You don't know how to open it. You have to ask permission. Can, what about the moose that tried to get in the next Harvey Weinstein flick? Who moose? Uh, who moose? No, me, that was me too. Oh, that oh, was me God. too moose. Damn it, guys. <laughs> Come on, me too. <laughs> me too I'm trying to make us triplets. No, not tried to get into it. You're the, just better no, than the, we are. What about the fine. moose that was cast in the in the last Harvey Weinstein movie and you ask yourself how was this moose cast in this thing and then someone says who moose <laughs> stop uh, what is he showing you what is he showing you he just wrote tiny. bad joke on his phone and showed uh, it to me come on, he just said please fun. stop this <laughs> He's like, if there's a comedy tourniquet, tie it now and let's end. Who's this. he asking to stop at the moose? Um, um, well, I want to ask you what your favorite steak is in Los Angeles. Uh, my favorite steak in Los Angeles is cooked uh, on third. I was about to give my address, which I won't do, but you make it's in my in home. House. All right, yes. in a restaurant. Where do you go? Wait, hold on. Let me tell you. Well, let's hear how you do it. How you do? How do you do it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It what doesn't it? take. It's not science rockets to cook a great steak. Mm-hmm. A steakhouse steak is just based on how good the steak is, mm-hmm. and then you have to cook it right, yep. right? So you can go to, I go to Huntington Meats. That's my uh, butcher at the Grove. Mm-hmm. I can get a 45-day dry-age ribeye, which is better than anything that you'll get at a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. You do the reverse sear method, mm-hmm. which Meaning is when what? you cook it in your oven at 225 degrees mm-hmm. for about an hour until the internal temperature gets to 130. 13 degrees. Okay. You take it out. You got a cast iron, piping hot. Throw it on. A so couple it gets minutes that on each side. Crusty, crusty. You, get the crust on you, don't, it. you don't do it outside on a grill in a, in a oh. barbecue pit where you can get some fire on it? Um, no, I don't have I don't have that. If I had that, that would be great. So I have that. I have an old grill that I won't throw away because it actually starts fires in Oh, there. I love it. And so it's tell a me. gas grill, but like I'm probably gonna blow my whole house up. But like it's broke. And it's so messed up, and it's just, but I won't give it up because fire comes up, and I make unbelievable steaks. Wow. Because it fires my steaks. Um, Outside of steak at the house, I would say the best steak I've had in Los Angeles. Where do you go out for a steak? You're like, I'm going out. He says he doesn't go out for a steak. Wait, no, are we talking a steakhouse steak, or just like it could be like a steak frites steak? Could be anywhere. Anywhere anywhere in Los Angeles. I want to hear from you because I have my spot. Okay. I know what you're going to say. There's a place called... Le Petit Café. Le Petit Café? No, I was trying to remember the name of the Greek Le restaurant. Le Petit Greek. Uh, Fuck come me. on, come on, man. Come on. No, wait, hold I on. No, turning. I'm, yeah, it didn't work. Come on, man. Uh, actually, you know, I, I, I had the steak frites at... Um, 
The steak frite at Petit Trois. Wow. So you valley. took the zoologist? The, where I took the zoologist. Yeah. So that's in the Valley on Ventura. There's a, one in the Valley. There's one uh, on Highland uh, as well, which is uh, very good. It's Ludo Lefebvre, mm-hmm. who um, uh, kind of bothers me as a chef. Mm. But a, he makes a good steak? He hams it up for the camera a little too much. Have you gone to Dantana's and had a steak? I have never had the steak at yeah. Dantana's. Oh, man. Really? You have to. You really? could see Tommy Lasorda there, number no, one. He's, yes. Okay. Uh, you see, Always said, a sign of a I saw steak. James Woods there Wait. in an unbelievable moment. Okay. Go to this James Wood. James Wood eating a steak by himself in a booth that's like seven feet away from me. Just like like digging in hard, like eating a steak. The booth across from me is like a table of like some like kind of broy older, like when like broy dudes like get old. You know, like you see like a a long linen jacket. Yeah, yeah. Like a Tommy Bahama shirt. All right, so these guys are loafers with no socks. Right. They're talking really wide jeans. Right. They're talking loud, right? Loudly. And uh one of them has to get up to go to the bathroom, and the guy who was on the end gets up and lets his friend go to the bathroom, and then he turns to James Woods, which is kind of a ballsy, crazy it's move. A ballsy move. And sits down in his booth. No! Right? I love it. No! And he's like, hey, man, just a big fan of yours. My wife and I are watching this whole thing, and we're like, <laughs> what is going on I right now? I see the two of you with uh, mid-cut just looking Staring up. Staring up from just my mid-cut. Dabney Coleman steak. Yeah, mid-cut looking up. And... uh I look up and I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is going to get awesome <laughs> in about two seconds. <laughs> and so he's, and James was like, what are you doing? And he's like, hey, just, I just want to say hi, man. I'm a huge fan of yours. He's like, oh, that's great. And he goes back to like eating and he's, and then the friend comes back. So now he's sitting in a booth with James Woods, and James Woods is eating and pretending he's not there. Oh, my God. So then the friend comes back to the bathroom, and uh, Lolly's like, who's this? No, no. The friend comes back and sees his buddy. He's like, so the guy's like, all right, man, I'm going to go. And he goes out to shake his hand, and James Woods goes, uh, I can't, man. I just broke my hand. And then he proceeds to... <laughs> Cut the steak with like the firmest, strongest hand I've ever seen. And the guy, like shamed, walks back four feet away and has to live in this James Woods shame for another like 30 minutes while we're all in this tiny little restaurant. It was, I'm like, I hate your politics. I hate everything about you. I even hate against all odds. I think you're a prick. Yeah, he's awful. Power move. I like that. That is so good. Um, But the Dabney Coleman is the steak I get. The Helen is the smaller one. The Dabney Coleman is the bigger New York. Now, I was outside of- Wait, it's a New York strip? It's a New York strip with bone in, all right? We're about to get into a fight. Well, I I know I love New York. Or maybe maybe it's, I don't know. Is it a ribeye? It's a New York strip? I'm not sure. But I keep going. So I was outside of Dantana's once when I go. My wife and I go. I, I realize we go kind of a lot. Best Caesar salad in the city too. Yeah. Best, best, I gotta go. best. I gotta go. Okay, so um, we, we always forget about these old school like kind of fun kitchen. It's, it's not even kitschy. Yeah, like it's, I've it's, seen it. It's not kitschy. It's, it's not classy. Kitschy at all. Old. Yeah. It's never changed. Yeah. Like I've seen Amy Poehler in there. I've seen like other people who I know and like. And then I've also seen like who's who's the. Uh, Dr. Jerry Buss, I've seen him in there from the Lakers. And I was out front and I see Dabney Coleman. And I'm like, he's oh my so God. old. He's so old now. He doesn't look like he did back in like nine to five and all that stuff. He looks so old. And I go, I see him and someone said, Mr. Coleman. And I'm like, are you Dabney Coleman? And he was like, yes, I am. And I'm like, uh, I just got to tell you, man, I order your steak in here. And I love you. And you're so funny. And I loved everything you did in the movies. Thank you very much, young man. Da, 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 talk to me for a second. And then out of Dantana's comes Tony Bennett. 
Now we're all, this is like in one minute, like out on the sidewalk. And Dabney Coleman's like, Mr. Bennett, Mr. Bennett. I'm like, whoa, you just like are trying to get this guy's attention. You have food named after you in this restaurant. And he turns and he, I don't think he recognized him. He's like, it's Dabney, Dabney Coleman. And he was like, oh, hey. And I watched this whole exchange between Tony Bennett. So when we were in New York, I don't want to. This is the, another Tony Bennett. Tony story. Bennett story. So we're we were living in New York. We lived there for five years, from ninety four to ninety nine, and we're there. We lived in Midtown for two and a half years on Fifty Fifth between Seventh and. Oh well, Broadway don't, don't give addresses on the show. <laughs> it's all right, sorry, right. sorry. We don't live La Premiere. We don't live there anymore. Uh, and, and there was a guy in our. There was a doorman in doorman our building, building named Ishmael who. You couldn't understand anything he said ever, but you had to hear from him because he would let you know if someone was downstairs. You hear a so buzz you, and you go, buzz, "You're like, yep," and he and he'd be like, <laughs> "We're like, send him, send up. him up, thanks, Ishmael, send him up, <laughs> <laughs> send him up, yep." Uh, so, <laughs> so we're one block over, and there was like the Parker Meridian Hotel, yes, which had a very good burger, a great. Burger. Remember their burger joint yes. in the lobby? Yes, the Parker Meridian burger joint was good. They also had a karaoke. I don't know if that was a Parker Marine. I think it was a different hotel. Was it the Parker? It was a different hotel across the street from that, but fine. Whatever. It was near Carnegie Hall. Okay. okay kind of catty corner from yeah. Carnegie Hall on 7th. Yeah. And there was a karaoke thing in, like, in the bar. People were singing karaoke. And we were coming home and we got off the subway because we had like been downtown performing. We came back up. It's late at night. And we come across the street to get over to, to Broadway. And we see... We're just watching people singing, and there's like an older, not older, but like probably 50s, yeah, 40s, like singing I Left My Heart in San Francisco, Tony Bennett song. All of a sudden on the street, Tony Bennett and some young hot chick walk right up to the window and look in. No. At someone singing his song in karaoke. And they just keep walking. And then they keep walking. Jay and I were like, can you imagine if Tony Bennett walked into that karaoke room and then and for the fuck the of it just finished that song those people would have been like th that's the story they would have told for the rest of their lives we were in the thing and we were in the bar and tony bennett came in that's new york City. shut up dave yeah. Yo, you're it, always making no, up no, stories it happened he shut, he's always making up i stories. do make up a lot of stories <laughs> shut but this up one, dave i'm telling you jeff this one happened <laughs> So, I mean, it just would have been the craziest thing, but watching Tony Bennett watch someone else sing his song with, like, some hot bimbo on his arm, it was... It was kind of amazing. <laughs> I uh, can't believe you've had two Tony two Bennett... Two Tony Bennett experiences. Wow. Two tangential But Tony I'm Bennett. telling you, Dantana's is the best... The Helen is a smaller steak. I yeah. think it's like... I like Musso and Frank's, but I, I still haven't had that... It's not as good as Dantana's. I still haven't had that steak where I've just, again, it's you like... You have been to Dantana's. Yes, I have. When? You haven't had a life-changing steak is what you're going to say. And I love steak. I'm like, like, I wasn't... I didn't freak out on Peter Luger's in New York. Peter Luger's was... It's very like, buttery. It's very over kind of... I felt like they overcooked it. That was my own personal yeah. opinion. Now, I said, cook it. Well, I said, well done. Well, well done. Was that my fault for saying well, well done? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... No, I, I mean, I, we used to eat at the Knickerbocker. In uh, on Eleventh and University, yeah, with our parent that was a good steak in New York. That was a yeah. pretty good steak in New York. I, I mean, know. I'm not a huge Mastros fan out here. You're not so. <laughs> well, you guys insane. love Mastros. Well, no. we're gonna go because so we hosted the. Can we even say all this? I think I we can. If we can. I think we can. We can cut it out if you don't want us to. No, no, no. We hosted the. We hosted an award show. The 
the final draft awards, okay. which were great, and it was really really fun to do. And they was was this, is this for final draft the screenwriting? App? Yeah, yes. they did like give writing awards. awards. It's great. It's a really co- it's a actually super cool event. And okay, they, they give awards to people who you're like, oh, this person should win an award. Oh wait, this is actually what it is. Yeah. Oh, I was making a joke. Like I thought it was for like the NBA draft or something. Oh, the oh, final no. draft. And no. then I was like, no, 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 oh, no, I could writing. make a fun writing joke. No, that's and what it was. No, right. that's what it was. It's movies like Boots Riley won this year and gave okay. an unbelievable speech and like you know they give it out to fun new and it's really cool. i love it it's a great event and we do it in town and they don't pay us but it's a lot of work for us but they what they do is they pay you they pay a charity that you you designate you a chair which is awesome and we love it and there it, it feels really good to do it as a gift though on i top- say hey thank you oh. so last year they gave us like these gift cards to masters i've never been a master okay so they gave us each like 300 dollars on a gift card cool. to masters now we are working on this the, the animated version of our podcast which to, we're going to get into as a narrative soon, yeah. show and we said to the guy we're working with and our buddy Dan Van Kirk who's the co-host of our podcast we each well, have we got $600 to Mastro's yeah let's go the four of us will order the crazy I motherfucking they have like a tower. seafood tower that's like 400 bucks let's yes. order get it and I've never done that go before crazy. go it's crazy go crazy it's not even my thing to go crazy I don't like to spend that much money but like let, we have the cards let's do it we didn't do it all last year, so we still have to do it. We just couldn't find a date to do it in this past year, so we still have to do it. They asked us to host the award show again this year, and they gave us four hundred dollars oh, gift cards there. Oh my god! So now we collectively have like fourteen hundred dollars to Mastro. Like we own like, part do of Mastro. I own part of Mastro's now. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Wait, so, can I tell you what you're gonna do? What yeah. Are you gonna do? You are going to go. So there's two Mastros. There's one in Beverly Hills and there's one in Malibu on the water. Oh, guys, it's the most beautiful place. You're sitting right by the water. You're going to call. You're going to say, uh, "We want a table by, by the, the water. water." Yeah, we have $1,400 worth of gift cards. Use some here, of that bitch. money. Get yourself an Uber to there. Get hammered. Have a wonderful time. That's and it. Done. you'll God, have a blast. Because the one in Beverly Hills, very kitschy. They have like a piano bar guy who's very loud and not fun. But the, the piano mouth. bar in the, uh, in the the Mastro's uh, Malibu, Elton way John. better, way more. It's Elton John. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's great. Don't try to shake his hand. He'll tell you it's broken, and then he'll just play the best song on the piano. <laughs> Why is he playing so hard? Yeah. Um, but yes, actually, free Mastro's is fantastic. Sure. Right. So All right. It's you, so expensive. So, it is so expensive. So we're going to, and we may have like a... With our friends, we have like a group of guys that we, friends of ours, who we've gotten together with for the past like 22 years just yeah. to like hang out, friends of ours. And so we might say, let's all go to let's there all the and we'll, we'll, throw, we'll pay for it. Oh, that would be Which so just much feels fun. Like, I can't wait. It just feels fun to be decadent. a high. Tell me when. Oh, uh, wait, no, hold no, on no, a second. This wait, is our friends who we've been friends with for a I thought, no, but you trashed Mastro's first. No, but that's fine because you. I didn't mean that's all right. I didn't know. I wasn't trashing free Mastro's. I wasn't trashing free Mastro's. But didn't I didn't want to. Piano okay. guy's loud. Initially, yeah. you said a very loud piano guy. <laughs> Back to the Sklars in a minute. But first, the Sklars and everyone else in St. Louis are in love with their beloved toasted raviolis. Toasted ravs, as they call them. Well, they are anything but toasted. They're very much deep fried. But the inventor of this iconic dish, Louis Oldani, said he named them as such because he felt the word toasted was more appealing than the word fried. So, in honor of Louis, let's stop saying his poor eating habits led to a massive heart attack, which they did. Let's just say he had a toasted heart boo-boo. Back to the Sklarars. Uh, We're going to do our rapid-fire questions. It's a part of the show we call... 
and I need a good name for it. I don't have a good name for it. Rapid fire food question. Quick fire challenge. Quick fire. No, I think it's been. That's yeah. a thing. That is okay. a like. What about like an expediting food? Like it's on the fly. On, on the, the fly. fly. On the fly. On the fl- in the weeds. In, in the, the weeds. weeds. No, on it's on too much. Fly. Like it's a. Uh, it's Top Chef. A um, um, yourself bouche. Oh. Flash fry? How flash fly question? Guys, we call this flash fry! Ah! Flash Fridays! Mm-hmm. Flash fry. Um, okay, number one, what is your earliest food memory? Ooh, and you guys boy. can both take it, or either of you can take it? Earliest mm. food memory. So I have a memory of, um, we were probably three, mm-hmm. and there was a place in St. Louis that our parents used to take us to called Mr. Steak. Mr. Steak, you can look it up. There were franchises around it's the a, It's a Greek restaurant. Tumble, Google it. Look him up. Look it up. It's called Le Petit, Le Petit, Le Petit Steak. Mr. No, Mr. Steak. And our That's parents insane. would take us to this restaurant and get each of us a drumstick, a peach wedge. This is what you could order for the kids. Drumsticks and a peach wedge. And on a, like on a, a, on a leafy, leafy garnish. garnish. It was like a half, it up of, a, half of a skinned, like you cut it from a canned peach. Peach. Yeah. It's turf and tree. It's like surf and turf, but turf and turf tree. tree. <laughs> Ready for how much it costs? I want you to guess how much it costs. Each one of each those dinners meal, cost our parents. Which was a drumstick and a peach wedge. So you're each getting a drumstick and a peach wedge? Yeah. Yes. And are they eating something? They're like regular meals. But so we're talking about how much your how much are our how much drumstick, drumstick and the peach wedge, wedge was meal. in 1975 St. Louis? <laughs> uh, I would say five bucks each. Okay. Anybody else have guesses? Twenty. $20 For each? a fucking drumstick and a peach wedge? You ready for how much it was? 29 cents. 29 cents. 29 wow. cents each. They they fed their kids for 60 cents. By the way, the Sklar brothers are 135 years old. No, yeah. That is Dude, that's 1975. We are old and that's fine. We are old. <laughs> but but I'm telling you, so that's one of my that's early nuts. early I remember food going to I have another one too. Going to A&W Root Beer had like their franchises all around St. Louis. Yeah. And our dad used to do this thing with us. This was so funny. This is how funny he was. He would go in, and if he was at a restaurant, he saw someone that he knew that hadn't seen him first. He would, like, send us over to their table just as, like, three-year-olds and just walk up to his friend and be like, hey, Uncle Ron. (laughs) You know, like, just like, who are these kids? And, like, they didn't know, and the table would have, like, it was very awkward. It'd be like if we walked up to them and be like, Daddy. Yeah, some crazy. He was, and then he would pop out of the side and just like he was fucking with them. Oh, really that's funny. So, funny. so I went to AW Root Beer and he pulled that trick one time. And I just remember they had these tiny, tiny, and we 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 got the drink and then we were able to bring the glass home and said AW on it. Tiny little kid mugs of AW Root Beer, which tasted so good. And as a kid, you just that sugar rush. It was yeah. like incredible. So I remember eating, and they had small burgers and stuff too. I remember eating there as well. So the other thing is, our grandmother would make. Um, oh yeah. This. Oh my God. So there's something a Jewish food called grievous. Have you heard of it? Do you know? Oh, what it is, is it is it fried chicken skin? Fried, fried chicken fat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fried fat. Fuck yeah. And it was so. God damn, like little tiny pieces, and she would make crusty little, like the best anything corner crusty. of the I'm chicken like a skin guy, that you like. I'm a guy that's like, you give me a half pop popcorn kernels. Remember when Trader Joe's was doing those blown out field corn, which was like the half pop kernels? I yeah. was like, 
Holy shit. It's, it's, they do it at, they have it at like Jones on third. It's like this, be- I'm like, that's my favorite. Little burnt popcorn kernels, a little burnt thing, the edges yes. that are burnt off the chicken. Burnt tip, fat. burnt tip, uh, toast rabbit. It comes all back of it, to all, uh, it, all, to it, all the it. smoke. Yeah. But our grandmother used to make this grievous when she would make the, you know, the chicken and it would come off Greasy the side. Greasy and goes like the so, bottom of the pan and we would so eat that stuff. It was so like, bad for us. That's like early. cheating. Yeah. It's, it's like cheating great. life. So that's yeah. a good memory. All right. I love it. Uh, what uh, what are your death row meals? Death row meal. Oh man, I don't even know. You guys fucked up big, and now you're gonna die. You get. I one, mean, if one I'm meal. gonna die, it's like. Would it be mom's uh, anchovy thing? It might be mom's Mayfair and her uh, and just a whole head of cauliflower and just let me eat. Uh, let me enjoy this and dip it. in. Don't bother me. I'm eating. Carl's Jr. Don't um, bother me. No, there was a. So I, I went back and I was a little disappointed with it, but in the olden days, the burger at Corner Bistro in New York. Do you know what I'm talking about? Of course I do. Corner Bistro, amazing restaurant That's in the jet. West Village. That's jukebox. $2 McSorley's, I think, open until yeah. 4 in the morning. In the old days, you were not happy with what you had. I thought it was okay when we went back. It's recently. not as good as it used to be. I actually used to live a block away from there. Okay, so in the old old days, I, when I was saying mid to late nineties, yes. that burger was so good. So good. The best. Maybe it's because we were cheap. Uh, no, I think it was really I think good. It just was really good. Really... And they, it rolled through that hot oven. It sort of like mm. rolled through that like fiery, like the really slow treadmill. <laughs> yes. Of Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, dude. I, I went there a lot. So it. it I would say Blue Ribbon, 2 in the morning, the escargot. Have you ever had that? Whoa, we just went Blue- from super like blue-collar to the bougiest no, fucking no, 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 late no. But have you had the escargot at Blue Ribbon? I have the, not. The restaurant reduction on Sullivan Street. Street. Oh no, I haven't had it. In like it was a port, like a port wine port wine reduction with right. like in, and the mushrooms and the escargot on like so a bread. button mushrooms and escargot on like a sort of bread. Pat. So all of okay. it soaks into Oof, the bread that you I love, it. and that the port is... wine is like rich and sweet. That's and a good thick. death row. Oh, that's a that's that a sounds, good now I we're was... talking fucking head of cauliflower guy. No, give me a head of cauliflower, and I'll take it. I, you went from head of cauliflower to the most decadent gout. And inducing. I would and I would put it for dessert. I would do insane. I would do for me. There is a there is an ice cream chain in Argentina. First of all, I'm gonna stop you right there. You only get one course yeah. for no, this death row this, meal. This is not, the federal stop. prison. Let him get to the other thing. The prison has uh, run you, out. Is best dessert in there? No, I'm just kidding. No, but go ahead. What well, death row dessert? Uh, death row dessert is uh, there is a there is a in Argentina there is a chain of ice cream shops called Fredo. It is uh, when I tell you there are nights where I wait, I like think about it like. 15 years later. Wow. I, we went, we were in Argentina, Buenos Aires for like five days. I went like three times. It's, they take uh, the caramel, dulce, dulce de leche. Dulce de leche, yeah. They put, they sort of weave it through all the ice cream. So the ribbon, ice cream is- Ribbon it, ribbon it. It's not ribbons. It's like infused okay. into all of the ice cream. Yeah. And it's called gelato, but I maybe it's gelato and it's not ice cream. I, I don't even know the difference. I just know that this was the thickest, richest, Oof. most unbelievable ice cream I've ever had in my entire life. And I finished a giant cup with a cone in it and I was like, I want another one. Oof. I was full and I couldn't barely put anything else in. I got another one while I was there. Okay. So there's a place in St. Louis called Ted Drew's. Wait, I just have a question. Sure. When someone asks you what's the best ice cream you've ever had, do you say, I Fredo. know it was you? It was you, Fredo. Fredo. I say it was you, Fredo. And then he kisses, I, kisses Arge- the person I, on I, the No, list. I'll be like, there's a place in Argentina. And if someone's like, I've been, I'm like, 
For real. And then I, we just look at each other for a second, and I'm like, Fredo. We say at the same time. Fredo. Kiss him on the lips. <laughs> There's a place in St. Louis called Ted Drew's that makes concretes. I don't know if you've been to Shake Shack. They do these concretes, which has like I don't know what that is. the precursor to the. It's frozen it? custard. It's frozen okay. custard. So you can turn it upside down and nothing comes out if you Got don't it. have that sort of a thing. So uh, there is a. I will get a butter, or excuse me, caramel flavored concrete with extra Heath bar mixed in mm. and butterscotch on top. And Oof. that is the greatest I could just, I could bathe in that. Wow. It is so unbelievably decadent. And you go after St. Louis Cardinals games and it's just lined up with people outside. And it's this shack where the guy who runs it, Ted Drew is his name. He like would send kids, pay for kids who work there to go to college. It's this wonderful St. Louis institution. Wow. Unbelievable St. Louis. Unbelievable. So, Love it. Ted Drew's. Very cool. Yeah. Um, interesting. Both okay. ice cream. Well, that's for, a dessert. Uh, yeah. Road. I mean, yeah. the Banoffee pie, which I had mentioned before, yeah. is probably the best. One time I... Uh, shout out to your wife. Shout out to my wife and shout out to, may she rest in peace, my uh, mother-in-law, Carol, Carol Lawrence. I'm trying to find a photo of my uh, And does anyone want anyone else want to give a shout out to dead people? Because that's sure. really fun to listen that's to. That's Drew's. That's my podcast. son turning one. Sure. Love shout that. out to Carol Lawrence. <laughs> Sorry. She subscribes. Um, guys, what is your best high-end meal you've ever had? Wow. Would it be the Nazawa? The no. Nazawa sushi? I am... This is my favorite. Do, do you have a question? What's your favorite restaurant in LA? Is that in the um, no? But high end meal. High end meal. I guess I'd call this a high end meal. And I've been and I've had some unbelievable. I went to uh, the factory kitchen recently, and the bow tie. Excuse me. The uh, not bow tie. The I want to say scarf. It's not. Uh, not Come bow tie. On, it's not scarf. It's like another like word. Like the rags, like pappardelle, like a pasta? It's a pesto, the, the handkerchief oh pasta. Handkerchief. Un-freaking yeah. believable. It was good. However, I don't think anything compares, and I have eaten in many, many great places in in Los Angeles, I've been to many great restaurants. Nothing has come close to moza. Nothing. The orchetta, the, you know, bread with crumbs breadcrumbs and the oxtail ragu that's in there. It is. It's not oxtail ragu. It's on the tagatelle. On the tagatelle. I'm sorry. Okay. Then it's the, it's the, whatever the meat thing is in there. It is. The orecchietti. Orecchietti. And uh, we're talking about Osteria Moza. Osteria Moza. It is. Then you walk next door and you get the uh, Budino, which is Ooh, yeah. an unbelievable. Salted, Budino, that might be my, like, I know it's kind of basic because everyone's had it and it's like no, everyone's little, tried. But their Budino, which is like it. a butterscotch pudding almost. With caramel. But it has salt. a texture Crazy that good. doesn't, it's not as wet as you think it's going to be. Yeah. And it is just. It's it, not gelatinous. It's, it's like fluffy you, it's in a more, great way. Anyway, I think that meal is just I think about that all the time. And so I my them. best, I, I to avoid saying what he just said. Yeah, there's a restaurant that it is it has moved locations to Beverly Hills, and soon it will be coming back because I think they're redoing the whole building. Have you ever been to Medeo? I have been to Medeo. Have you had the pesto? I have not had it, dude. Really? I'll tell you right now. How good can a pesto be? Life changing. Really. Unbelievable. You haven't had the handkerchief down at Factory Kitchen. I'm telling you, this pesto is the best pasta dish I've ever eaten, and I've been to Italy. Get the, out of here. This yes, fuck you, Italy. Come on, man. Shots fired. What Shots you got, Amalfi what Coast? You got, <laughs> you got hey, nothing, Ravello. You got, got nothing, Ravello. you pasta. <laughs> I swear to God, this pesto, it is... Really? It is a... Uh, it's a thin, it's a linguine al pesto, okay? okay? So it's a thin noodle. It's not spaghetti, a little thicker. They give you a lot, which I also appreciate. Yeah. I'm like, don't 
don't skimp on my shit, yeah. dog. Yeah, 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 don't yeah. you skimp on my shit? Yeah. I'm like, give me, give me a bowl. I want to like mix it up, and then when it's done, I want bread from the table to lap up every last ounce of that pesto that's in it. Here's why the pesto is so good. I'm, my mouth is watering thinking of it. I love it. It's not oily, so the so that the actual pesto doesn't like separate from the oil. Okay. It's not like a packet of Nor pesto, you yeah. know, from the supermarket. It's another sponsor, by the way. Sorry. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, sorry. It's a cream. It's it, but it's not creamy. So it, it they kind of found this way to thicken to make the pesto. It has Stand a, up. It has a creamy feel, but it's not like a cream based pasta. Ooh. It's not like it. It's so good. No one even comes close. It is like wow. definitely not cheap. And here's why I love Medeo. Medeo, the old restaurant, was so like they spend nothing on the decor. The decor is like 1986 in there. Yeah. It is horrible. Yeah. You've been inside. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but you don't care because all the waiters are like old Italian guys. Yeah. And they all come through and they like sweep the table. And the guy who owns the like, you know, they clean off the crumbs every time you make crumbs. And the guy who owns the place keeps coming over twice, checks to see how you're doing, always makes a little joke with the kids, even though he doesn't speak any English. The best. And they make a thin pizza too. If you go there next time, I want you to get the linguine al pesto. Okay. And I want you to get like the thin um, uh, margarita pizza. Done. And you will. Call me or text me when you're done and thank me. I, I have to it. I have to amend mine as well. Then another meal that I had that was just unbelievable, one of the greatest high-end meals ever is we were in Paris. Okay. And I don't know how we found this place, but we found out about it through something else. And it's right by the Anne Frank Park is a little Which by fit. the way is Hidden Park. Yeah, you, you can't find, find it. it. It's, it's above another park. <laughs> it's above another park. <laughs> So we <laughs> there's just cats meowing all over the place. <laughs> Where is this park? <laughs> it says uh, it's right here. I, don't know. I read the diary of the park. Uh, <laughs> so no, it's right by there, and it's it's called La Hanger, La Hanger, La Hanger. Okay, L E A Hanger. Was it like hanger steak? Was it like steak no, free place? It's a family run place, and I had never in my life had foie gras. Whoa, and now so we're talking. You can fatten up them ducks. And it was, and my kids had salmon, and I, this is like a few years ago, and every single thing that came out, it was a family who the mother cooked in the back, and the daughter was the front of the house, and the father kind of ran food out, and it just was like one of these incredible experiences where you say to yourself, yeah. There's that foie gras on top of mashed potatoes from the hanger. The hanger. It was it was outrageously wow, good. It was at awesome. once crispy and juicy and flavorful, and it just just bur- like like the old like its pancreas. It was bursting with flavor. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, uh, let's keep going. Let's sure. do it. Best low end meal you've ever had. Ooh, Best low end meal we ever had. We are in Southern California, and so we never had great Mexican food growing up in St. Louis. It oh, was yeah. Taco Bell, and you would eat it when you were drunk at night. And I know and it'd that's be great. a good question. It'd you be would, great. You would, would, I would put the tacos in knowing that this they're coming, is coming back, back out. out in 20 minutes when yeah. I get home and I can't fall asleep. It was like the, the club. Spinning. One in, one out. All of it tacos. coming out. It's like Jim Brewer's <laughs> old bit. Uh, tequila. All right, everybody out. So I'd never really had truly amazing Mexican food, and we've had some here. But then we went down to San Diego, and we were doing this thing, with this project, which we kind of talked a little bit about before, creating comedy for these cities that we were in. It's available on Audible. It's called Sklars and Stripes. We went around to 10 cities. Cool. Each city is a chapter. Plane lands on... 
Thursday or Friday or whatever. And we were like, we have to write 10 minutes of comedy about this town and what we experienced. One of the things is you go around and eat. You say, what, what do we, what can we not leave Buffalo eater? What can we not leave? Right, right, right. We, we have to go. Oh, and how try fun. This. I love it. So it's it. really cool. And so you hear us in the places, you hear us talking about it. And then you hear us trying to create comedy about it. And then the last 10 minutes of each chapter is us. You hear the set. So you hear the material being worked through the whole weekend. And then you hear it on stage how in front of an audience fun. called Sklars and Stripes. Anyway, on Audible. So we went down to San Diego in a place that people saw. You we're like, where should we get Mexican food? We're here in San Diego. And many, many people said, you have to go to Las Cuatro Milpas. Okay. Las Cuatro Milpas. It's right by... That Rev means the four Milpas. Right. Yes, correct. So it was in... Your Spanish is unbelievable. Wow. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's in the Revolution Park, which is, you it's know, like... Chicano Park. Chicano Park. Or there are all these beautiful murals all over the place. White people feel very endangered when they yes, go down there's there. there's like a line of white people like worrying about their Where's cars. my Jetta? Is that okay? Why, and did, like, why did someone spray paint Little Puppet on my that's Jetta? That's weird. Anyway, so <laughs> they... Uh, so a huge line of people, totally mixed in terms of who's there. Businessmen, neighborhood folk. It's yeah. black, white... Hispanic, Asian. It's an incredible line of people at lunch and around the block. Okay. Four cute as all get out, almost like from central casting, abuelitas, like rolling the tacos and roll taquitos and like frying them and making So it's roll tacos, essentially. Okay. That's Got what it. they are. That's the, what they specialize That's in. specialize in. And then they just take a bunch of cabbage and just throw it on the plate. And then with put it. the cheese sauce on top and then kind of have a little like green I, sauce. I'm not joking. This is the most authentic and our joke, of course, was it was, I mean, the taquitos were so authentic. Each taquito came with a screaming baby. Yes. I'm like, I don't know if I want this, but I guess I have, <laughs> I have this. to take care of this now. <laughs> so anyway, so we, I'm eating it and I said to myself, I have never in my life had Mexican food like this. This is so far and above the best Mexican food I've ever had. Oh, wow. And I've had some high-end Mexican food in my life, but I was like, this is the real freaking deal. I love And that. it was so inexpensive. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, it wasn't a card, but yeah. it was just it like. It could have been a card. It was like a storefront thing. Oh, my God. And it was just the 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 ambience of the place was, you know, you were sitting in like outdoor furniture inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the white <laughs> rubber chair. Yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. kind of like. But everyone kind of sits with each other. Plastic tablecloth, communal tables, I kids running around screaming. It was. Awesome. Incredible. The whole experience and the food itself was, I, I've. I've never had something where I was like, this is so far above anything I've had in this genre wow. ever. Las Cuatro Milpas and the Taquitos down in San Diego. If you I have two, two yeah. that are tied. Go. From these experience, from, from two other cities that we had done in this. One is in Seattle, right next door to the original Starbucks in Pike's Market. Yeah. Pike's Place. Pike's Place Market. Right next door right. is a Russian place called Poroshki Poroshki. Okay, they and there's a line. There's like a huge line for there's a huge line for this thing. It's pierogies. No, it's they make these breads. They bake their own bread, and then inside the bread, they'll put like salmon, like almost like a salmon cream cheese kind of a thing. The salmon one is unbelievable, Ooh. and then they have other things. That's, they have sweet in the the, the bread's like in the shape of a fish. Oh, fun. It's, and it's right across from the Pike Street uh, It's market, right, right next door to the original, original Starbucks. Oh, right next to the Starbucks. And, yeah. and it, 
It's the place that Howard Schultz announced his candidacy for president. No. Uh, where he announced that he was going to make sure that Trump got reelected. So <laughs> it was, no, it is an unbelievable place. That was like, uh, for $3, you get like this little thing, and then it's a whole meal because it's hot, piping hot and yeah. warm, and the bread is so good. Ooh. That place is unbelievable. You're walking around a market eating this. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's like the perfect walk around a market and eat something. And I love a good walk around. No. Oh. The crepes in Cleveland? No, I'm going to talk about uh, Price's Fried First Chicken. First of all, never, no one in the history of the world has ever said, oh my God, have you told him about the crepes in Cleveland? There's a market, Westside Market. The crepes <laughs> Westside the, Market is pretty The damn. crepes in are Ohio unreal. City, it is right. unreal. So, so, but I'm talking about oh, in Price's Charlotte, oh North Carolina, there's yeah. a place called Price's Fried Chicken. Oh my God. Where uh, old school. I mean, old you walk school. up and order... There's no tables, all right? You just have to take it out. It's just like a giant ordering area, a huge steel counter. Okay. And all these people just making and getting fried chicken. Yeah. Just like the fryers going big time on there. It was the best fried chicken I've ever, ever, ever I had. ate three tater tots and I couldn't get a heart on for a week. Yeah. Wow, no, you, no, you eat No, you eat this fried chicken and you're like, we ate it at like 12 in the, like 11.45, 12. I didn't eat again until the next day at twelve because I ate so the much. Biscuits uh, were biscuits, and the, it was. But it's biscuits were unbelievable. Prices fried chicken. I love it. By the way, we are going to link to every restaurant that we mentioned. Please do amazing. during the whole podcast. I'm going to guarantee you that Las Cuatro Milpas has a very intricate website. Yeah, follow them on Instagram. <laughs> follow, them, <laughs> follow them on them on Tumblr. <laughs> follow them on Snapchat. Um, guys, thank you so much. For so coming and sharing so many fun food stories, uh, so uh, you got an upcoming project you uh, you want to plug? Yeah, let's, you know what? Let's plug. Uh, we oh yeah, so our podcast, Dumb People Town. Just all we say is put it in your thoughts and hopes and in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, just that because we're developing it as a narrative animated show potentially on YouTube. Uh, that no, is, it would it would be on YouTube. It'd be on if YouTube it if it went. So I say potentially because we want it to happen, but we're writing a pilot and making a presentation. So we're very excited about that. It's called Dumb People Town, and it's about the dumbest town in America. And you know, two brothers, twin brothers, one who's sm- it really tries to answer the question: Is it better to be smart and right and miserable, or dumb and happy? Because mm. dumb is winning. Dumb is fun. And how do we winning. handle it? Dumb is funny and dumb is winning. So, uh, dumb is fun. It, yeah, dumb is fun. So, Dumb People Town, we're working on it right now, and we'll see what happens with it. So, keep your Fantastic. fingers crossed. I love it. Uh, and uh, any uh, socials you want to plug, your social media? Yeah, we're at Sklar Brothers on Instagram. Follow us there. We're at Sklar Brothers on Twitter. Follow us there. And supersklars.com. So, you can see we, we have a bunch of performances coming up. You know, awesome, and you guys are so fun live. If you are in one of those cities, you have to go and Thanks, see Dan. them. Thank you, buddy. thank you so much, guys. It really means a lot to me uh, that you came on Green Eggs and Dan and shared your stories with us. Love it. Um, all right, now we're gonna go do your podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Yay. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen, executive produced by Jeff Umbro and the Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. Special thanks to Starburns Audio. To see pictures of the Sklar Brothers fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in the episode, and more, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan and Interstitial Music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a Sonic Universe.